Welcome back, everybody, to Championship Sunday recap of the J&G Show. Here with Jack and George, as Luke was not able to make it. You know, he has ninth period off. Thought today was a Monday, coming off the long weekend, decided to go home. It's all right. We all make some some mistakes sometimes. It's okay. But, you know, just going right into the headlines. See, George Patton right now is a front runner for the Browns GM, uh, executive for the Vikings. Um, looks like he's definitely going to be hired for the Browns. And, you know, it was kind of the guy we talked about last week, uh, him and Barry for the Colts, or the Eagles, I believe, at this point, um, were kind of the two guys. And, yeah, it looks like he's going to be the guy to go with, and hopefully there's just some type of good leadership in the Browns organization. I mean, it, it's really no surprise. We kind of figured that they were going to go with the Vikings guy that has, you know, has prior experience with Stefanski and all this. But it, I kind of saw it. We saw it coming, so I'm not really surprised by the by the unofficial choice, but – it sounds pretty pretty serious that they're going to go with him. Yeah, and then going in, a uh, couple hours after we finished our show last Tuesday, we saw Luke Keekley announce via Twitter, I believe it was, that he is retiring from the NFL. You know, it's kind of sad to see him go. He's definitely been a um, household name the last couple of years. But, you know, ever since that injury, that concussion he had, 2016-2017 season, he really hasn't been the same player. Um, you know, sad to see him go, wish him luck. But, yeah, he had a very, very good career uh, with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it's just not good for the Panthers. There goes their leader. There goes everything for that defense, really. I can't even – can you guys name another player on the Panthers' defense? Nope. <laughs> uh, Julius Peppers. But he he's like He's like, like 500. Two years ago. Okay. Then, yeah. No. Yeah, then no. <laughs> he retired like yeah, it, I agree, though. It is really sad to see. The video that he posted was quite emotional. Um, from everything I've heard, that Keekley was pretty much just like a very quiet dude, but also a really good like presence in the locker room. Yeah. So like as you mentioned, tough to see a big leader like I mean, him the, go the out. The change is probably a big for him too with the yeah. new coaching. So yeah, uh, it's just kind of interesting because you think most people can come back from concussions. Might maybe that's there's something because he tore his labrum too. Right. Yeah. So maybe that has something 18. to do with it, but maybe there's other things that we just don't know behind the scenes. Because I mean he's super young for retirement yeah exactly i mean you see this year you see him you see luck you know obviously antonio brown and des bryant and our separate issues uh with off the field things but there's been a lot of young talent in the last couple of years that has just for somewhat sure. disappeared yeah. from the nfl but yeah just staying with keekley for more minute do you guys think that he's a hall of famer not at all no no i don't think he was in there for i honestly i don't want to say it unless you just brought it up i thought he was overrated to be honest I mean, he took them to the Super Bowl, but, I mean, after that, they weren't good. They didn't even win. Yeah, I don't think so. he's uh, – no, I just wasn't in there for a long – I mean, he was great in the seasons that he did, but he's not Hall of Fame worthy, no. All right, fair. Um, going in, I think it was – I believe it was last Friday, Saturday, sometime later last week, Jason Garrett goes to the New York Giants, you know, his rival in the NFC East, to be their offensive coordinator. And, you know, that New York Giants front office, not really sure what they're doing. Yeah, again, another move that we kind of anticipated. We had talked about it in the last show. Um, Garrett really had no shot as, you know, going into being a head coach again. So probably it's just a good move for him. Uh, makes sense. Giants need some help on offense, especially putting all those pieces together with Saquon, Ingram, Daniel Jones, you know, all that type of stuff. But uh, uh, it just makes it, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at the division, uh, even though they didn't do well this year, no matter what, the biggest competition is the Cowboys. Why not bring in the guy that was on the Cowboys? Right. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, it's still, it's still that division's going to be just up for grabs next year and probably for the next few years. Yeah, very interesting division. Uh, a lot of young talent, like you said. Talk about Daniel Jones. And, you know, I think Jason Garrett, he definitely has a chance here to re-spark um, his career. We talked about, you know, uh, we were talking about last time, uh, the different, different people that had interviewed, like him, Freddie Kitchens and whatnot. 
you know, he has a stint here. He does really well. He's going to be one of the guys we're talking about that can fill a vacant head coaching job in four or five years, something like that. I mean, he's um, got everything to prove. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, and, you know, I just think looking back at this, I think kind of like setting him back, um, I think it was a lot better as a coordinator. I mean, we saw, too, that the Giants um, had interviewed Freddie Kitchens, and there's a lot of jokes about that because of how bad he did as a head coach this year. <laughs> um, but if you look back to last year when he was named the offensive coordinator, I believe the team went 6-3 and three, or 6-2 and two in the last half of that season. They played really, really good football. And, you know, he played really well in that position. So I think that's something that Jason Garrett can be able to do for the Giants as well. We see yesterday's um, yesterday's action with the 49ers coming out with a very – or, sorry, Sunday's action. Um, so a very dominant win by the 49ers, obviously. And uh, probably the lowest of the low was that. Uh, Coleman, uh, their starter um, running back in the beginning you of the year. You could say a starter. In the beginning one of the year. One of the three. Yeah, yeah, one of the three guys they have. Dislocates his right shoulder. Seemed like he has a, a lot of arm injury going on down there and uh, was not a pretty sight for the. Uh, it wasn't pretty, but uh, then you have, you know, Mozart doing Mozart things. But uh, it doesn't hurt the offense as much, I think, people believe it is. I mean, to be honest, we did not have to throw the ball that game at all. Uh, did, I don't even know if Jimmy G got the – I think he got only 10. He might have he even, not passes. even got 10. Yeah, he had eight passes. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Kittle had one catch. I mean, Kittle, people might say he didn't do anything, but it's the blocking aspect. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. But Coleman is not as big as a hit because uh, you still have Brita, who's a great running back. He just hasn't he hasn't had the play. Uh, Mozart, which is good to see him going, you know, 29 for 224 touchdowns. That's, that's absurd. That's the best uh, – second best in NFL history – uh, best in Niners history. I think it, it's bad coming up because he's so injury prone. So we'll see how he comes out next year. It's I don't think it's a next season injury though. Just a quick question: All those guys, your guys are none of them are free agents at the end of this year, are they? Uh, definitely. Yeah, Mozart is. I believe Brita is as well. You should probably honestly just keep Mozart and. Well, Brita. I mean, we'll probably keep both and then trade or cut. See how it goes. I would probably. I. What do you think? You cut Coleman. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. No, I mean, you like, keep you don't need three running backs. You know well, I mean, mean, then we'll have Jarek McKinnon back as well. Yeah. Jesus. Oh yeah, so we'll have five great running backs because people are forgetting about Jeff Wilson Jr., who's been injured. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be tough next yeah, year. They got, they got a lot to play with next yeah, year. Yeah, that, that's, that's next sure. year. Yeah, I, I was, even I was just worry curious. About that. Yeah, no, but staying with the 49ers news, you said there was some type of uh, Bosa and Bosa connection? Yeah, it was a little thing. Uh, kind of caught out in California when – I believe it was after the Vikings game, kind of preparing for Green Bay. Uh, Joey Bosa mentioned something that he would love to join the. Uh, he would love to join his brother on the Niners in two years in 2021. He's a uh, free agent, so I mean, you get that, and then that team's just unstoppable. Oh yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. But yeah, for just for the Chargers in general, I mean, you hear that. Obviously, not necessarily near in the future, but. You know, Rivers just moved out of San Diego, moved to Florida. Um, there's some rumors that he's going to be the next quarterback for the Bucks, which I don't think is uh, very true. But no, yeah. just kind of – obviously there was a lot of talk about Rivers not coming back for the Chargers, and I think this kind of solidifies it. If anything, it's like maybe he, I could see him in Jacksonville, maybe even the Dolphins, but like – He could go to a new Florida yeah, team. But like, I don't know. Well, I don't know about the Bucks to be honest with you. Like – Jameis Winston's not horrible. He just got to cut sounding interceptions, and he's like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You know what I mean? It, well, that's, oh, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Not maybe all of all time. I mean, but he's out, like, of, a, yeah, he's yeah, a great out of all the Florida yeah. teams, that's the, probably the last place for him to go. But yeah, exactly. Miami's the best. The Jags. They do I have, could see it. Yeah. Mitchell really, really did not play well at the end of the year. He played yeah. bad. Yeah, no, I can see the against Jags. some bad teams yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. 
I can see the Jags kind of bringing him in, um, getting rid of Nick Foles in that contract somehow, some way, because that was definitely a bust. Um, just kind of play him above for maybe a year, maybe two, depending on what kind of contract they want to do and how Rivers is feeling. See what Minshew can learn from him and see if he can come better and become better in like a couple years, something like that. But yeah, not much more to talk about there. And we have this Sunday, obviously no Super Bowl, as that is the first weekend of February, but we have the Pro Bowl. And yeah, so moving back into (laughs) Sunday's action, the AFC and NFC Championship games, we have the Titans and the Chiefs that we talked about a little bit. You know, the Titans were in this game for most of it, I believe. And, you know, just going to that second half, they really panicked as the Chiefs kept scoring. The Chiefs got got a two-possession lead, and they just did not give the ball to Henry. They put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's hands, and, you know, when the Chiefs defense forced them to do that, I think the Chiefs just had that win locked up. Yeah, it's just unfortunate because, like, you touched on it just briefly. Um... Derrick Henry was absolutely just destroyed this entire well not destroyed but just completely shut down uh there wasn't the main weapon for the Titans offense just wasn't there and when Tannehill needed to step up he just wasn't there either it's it's tough to see because that Titans team you know a lot of a lot of people were rallying behind them just because it's a good a cool story you know Mike Rabel's a great coach and I think the Titans will be great going forward but it's just Tough to see him go out, but honestly, like the Chiefs deserve it. I mean, all the Chiefs needed to do was uh, change the game plan for the Titans. That's yeah. what they did. Henry only went 19 for 69 a touchdown. I mean, he's went almost. I think he did get 200 the second game. I can't remember. He was close in the first game. He got 150 in the uh, wild card. He only yeah. got 69. Like I mean, he yeah. can't win if you know you're winning like that, and then he's doing that. How can you win if right? Hill, yeah. Right. You know, I think a lot of that, too, is that the fact that he started out hot. I think he had 60 or 50 in the first quarter. And the Titans really did change their game plan, which I did not agree with at all. I think Ryan Tannehill had 30-plus passes, which yeah, is something they should have kept running Henry. Yeah. And, you know, I think give credit to the Chiefs offense and Mahomes playing so, so well um, into that second quarter for sure. They've seen that in the playoffs. They've scored in bunches in the second quarter. Obviously, we saw last week against the Texans scoring four straight touchdowns. And, you know... Just Mahomes is playing really, really well, and it's going to be a very, very interesting matchup with our NFC Championship winners, the 49ers, who just obliterated the Packers this weekend, which is kind of what George and I thought was going to happen. I, I thought this was going to happen. Um, I, quite honestly, this was just unfair. It was boys among men in this game. <laughs> it it wasn't even – I came to a point where I always watch a Niners game out. I even don't watch it out. It was, it was actually painful to see Aaron Rodgers, a great QB, just get demolished. He made mistakes. He fumbled a snap under center. That is the most fundamental mistake you can make. And he's a veteran, yeah. yeah it's a 12-year career, and you're fumbling snaps. I mean, he still played well. I mean, he went like 30 for 35, like 300 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, one of the interceptions was at the end of the game, but still, uh, Mosley had a great pick when it was like 20 nothing right before the half. I don't know. It was I – mean, honestly, I wasn't expecting that bad. Like, the Niners literally took the pedal like their – uh, foot off the pedal at the second half yeah it, it should have been worse i think i agree with you i think niners are just came out dominant in the entire game there's you touched on pretty much everything there i i, I was surprised that the packers were you know they put up so little points uh to be honest i thought they were a lot of better team than, than most people thought i thought they were kind of underrated but uh i i knew the 49ers were going to come out and dominate this game as they did i just didn't think it would be that 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 bad it started off I, I he started with the first touchdown the third and eight where you need to get three yards for a field goal and you let Mozart go 36 that was the then like Mozart didn't get after that he had 20 runs 
not one was under seven yards. <laughs> not one. That's insane. You know, I think you look at that, too. We talked about earlier. George Kittle only had one catch. We talked about how important that blocking was and just that offensive line being healthy as well. I believe he had about 220 yards rushing, did Mozart. He, had 29 for, he I, went 29 for 220, yeah. I want to say about at least 190 of those yards were before contact. Just the holes oh, yeah, he, that were being he, made. He wasn't even team, being touched, yeah. How he was running to the outside. Yeah, you talk about that play. It was demoralizing. I think it was in the first quarter or the second quarter. Um, just kind of built that lead even more for the 49ers. And, you know, this is leading up to a very, very interesting Super Bowl matchup down in Miami. And, you know, just going right into the Super Bowl, just talk a little bit, a little less about the game, more about the antics and whatnot. <laughs> so we got Demi Lovato with the anthem. We got over under a minute and a half. What are you boys feeling? How long do you think uh, she's going to drag it out? Over. I think she's going to go with the high note longer. I'm, I'm going under. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be – it's gonna be close. I'm guessing like exactly 124. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I feel like she drags it out, but um, brings it up quick at the end or something. Yeah, she just. Uh, I feel like I feel like Miami like just kind of being like the way that they are. She tries to like drag it out, and they like preemptively just like set off the fireworks. Or, like, <laughs> that sounds like what the Miami. Or send in something like how they have like the like airplanes fly over, and the airplanes are like, okay, we're gonna do it for like a minute, and like in like not like at the middle, but like right as she's ending, like so they just like come over or something like that. And then we see the halftime show, obviously, going to be like half an hour, 40 minutes, as it always is, with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. So that'll be very interesting. A couple of decent singers. Uh, yeah. You know, not just, necessarily the favorites in this crowd. I feel um, like they're kind of washed. Like, both of them. <laughs> Let's change the podcast like, now. We talk about music. Yeah. Sorry, but it's just like, but like I, you, had t- you had said something before we started the podcast, George, that like both of these people are like. Uh, yeah, honestly, for the 100th re- year, I don't It's the 100th yeah. season. We can't get anybody like relevant. Like, <laughs> Ooh, no, right, I feel, listen, no, I feel that. No, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You know what like, I mean? Like, when was the last time Shakira and J-Lo had like an insane album that everybody was freaking out about? Yeah, no, I see that. You know I what I mean? J-Lo's been like recently in the news. She, not she's been acting. For what? Like her and A-Rod? Like, okay, not necessarily that. Yeah, acting on that. I think she had an album like 2018. But yeah, like with Shakira. I don't know. That should be interesting. Yeah, just saying hey, like. They, they had respectable careers, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in my respectable, opinion. Respectable. I'd rather have somebody way more in the news now for like. Yeah, example. give me like Khalid or like. Some, Someone You know like what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. Like what George said at the 100th season too. I feel like they would have definitely. Not necessarily gotten like bigger names because yeah. these are obviously two very no very well. I would have sure, like sure. the two best, which I'm. I think it was like the Red Hot Chili Peppers was out there. And then I think Prince, uh, Prince is really good. Obviously, yeah. he's. Well, Give me like no, g- it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I think Bruno Mars are in the top five. So I would like to see those two. I think they did a show once. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, we'll but see. Like, maybe, give me, but give me like Khalid and Post Malone or something. Somebody, like, you know what I mean? Like that would have been, yeah. cool. like, been fine. That would have yeah, been cool. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, but definitely we'll see. Obviously, they're both very good performers at concerts and whatnot. So maybe they can prove us wrong. Maybe they I mean can. they're better than us. So I mean, yeah, they're yeah. Gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna. But like, they're gonna get up there and lip sync. Like, I mean, that's like everybody though. Like everybody's gonna do that if they go. Yeah, up there. I mean, I guess it's just I just I just see it being horrible and like a bunch of memes coming out after. Oh, it. Yeah, there's for always sure. memes. I and then like, the only thing people are gonna remember about the 100 season of the NFL is how bad the halftime show was. So, I don't know. I mean, no, we'll see. Yeah. All right, but yeah, and then best commercials. Doritos definitely up there. Yeah, I, I think Budweiser. Geico will have something funny. Geico will have something funny. I don't know. You if like Geico commercials? Oh my god, you can't not like Geico commercials. They always have like it's always like some like 
it's not like necessarily funny. It's just like some like weird pun. It's like yeah. really, but like, like really, they yeah. All... It's like a weird pun where you're having a party and there's like 50 people. All right, and you got the guy in the back that's getting some root beer. <laughs> all right, and you got the guy next to him that sees the commercial and he's talking to him and he goes, "Hey, look at that." Huh. That's the type of laugh you get out of a Geico commercial. <laughs> no, but it's like it's like a satisfied laugh. It's like oh, like that. Yes, was I'm funny. satisfied with the no, Geico. Okay. Commercial. <laughs> no, no, no. okay, so it's like. It's like you're like, oh, like it was, it's not like a more intellectual joke. It's just the oh, fact. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. It's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not like, about. it's not like, like Doritos is like, makes like some like stupid Doritos joke. Doritos is just like that's stupid like funny. joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like some joke. It's like a pun. It's like, oh, like that was funny. I enjoyed that. Like, uh, little, so you're telling me like, so when I'm watching a Geico commercial, I get the same thing like, oh yeah, that was witty. Plus, I could save fifty percent or more on car insurance. Exactly. <laughs> there's a moral. There's a, it's like a moral to this story, and you enjoy watching it. That's just all I'm saying. But Geico's gonna come out strong because, like, they did this commercial over they like they showed all the old commercials that were super funny. So I think they're gonna like they better do. They're gonna it. use you know, it. For I'd the be super happy Bowl. if they just came back with like the classic commercials for the hundredth year. Do you remember? Do awesome. you remember like the, the Geico commercial where like it's Pinocchio? And oh yeah, yeah. They bringing, just started. They yeah, just started. Yeah, yeah. Again. They're bringing him back. That was great. Funny. Yeah, they're bringing back <laughs> Pinocchio. You have potential, and you have potential. His nose is just growing. You know who doesn't have potential? Let's get back on track because Geico commercials are trash. Go Doritos. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this game is going to be very interesting. I kind of predict somewhat of a barn burner. Um, we just went from Geico d- to the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta get back on track, right? Um, but yeah, just to this game. I think the Niners just come out on top. This is a very, very dominant team in the 49ers. I think the Chiefs make it very interesting, especially in that second quarter. They've been very good in. But I think the defense of the 49ers is just going to stifle them. You know, I think Sherman's definitely going to have the most trouble in that secondary. 100%. Just being the slowest of, uh, I think, the four or five that they usually run. They run about five usually. But, yeah, yeah he. I mean, the, the other guys can actually keep up with the receivers, like if they're in zone. Sherman, even in zone. Might have a very hard time keeping up, especially with Hill and Hardman. That's gonna be hard for him. Yeah, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, I think it's gonna be a honestly a kind of an easy win for the Niners. I don't think the Chiefs. I defense... see this as the easiest Super Bowl win, like from really from like playoff win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. Um, even despite the you know like the odds for the game with you know the Chiefs being favorited, which I don't. Personally, I don't understand how that makes any sense, but whatever. Yeah, after two dominating wins, right, I right. do not see how that. Yeah, the makes Niners sense. just crapped on the on the the Packers, and they're right. not. The, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand that. But I think the Niners are honestly going to pull away with this one fairly easily. Uh, I think Mahomes, like you, like you guys kind of mentioned on it, uh, Mahomes is going to do great. And the offense is obviously going to be come out strong, but the the Chiefs' defense just doesn't have enough to keep up with like two. To, it, it, we're for sure two. Running backs, Mostert and Brita. Not sure about Coleman if he's playing. Or uh, not. He definitely will not. Oh yeah, be he's playing. out. For he's out. Season. Okay. Yeah, his arm. He was like it, like bent backwards. And I didn't inwards see it. And oh, it like wasn't oh, good. Yeah, it was, okay. it was a gruesome, gruesome yeah. look. Um, but yeah, just talking about you talk about Mostert. I mean, that Kansas City run D, they did really well against Derrick Henry. Yep. I don't know if it's because it's tough. They're two. But you got to stop totally two. Different, and yeah, they're totally exactly. different runners. Exactly. But you got to stop two and plus. Uh, there was a point in the Packers game where it was the fourth quarter, about two minutes gone. Jimmy G has not thrown a pass since two minutes in the second. All right? It's fourth <laughs> quarter with two minutes gone. It looks like they're going to pass. They just do three reverses to Debo, and that's also something you have to watch out. If they're not running with Mozart or Burita because they're tired, they still have jet sweep Kittle in reverse with Debo. 
they just don't want to pass the ball, and I right. do not. I mean, it works, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, like you think you think of it in Madden terms, right? You think Lamar Jackson's broken. You just run QB blast every time for eight yards, and you just outrun everybody. That's basically what the San Francisco offense can't do. If you can't stop the different runs that they're going to bring out, then what's the point of them passing? They're screwed, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you look at the uh, the twenty sixth overall rushing defense in yards allowed for the Packers. The Chiefs were only twenty fifth. One better. Yeah, at the same time, no they allowed 210. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, at the same time, though, I mean, not saying that stat's meaningless. They played a lot better in the last half of the season, though, and in the playoffs. And especially coming off this week, they're going to have a very, very highly boosted morale, especially with the way they were able to stop Derrick Henry and that offense. I, think, I don't think it's going to be hard for the San Francisco to run and run their offense successfully. I just think there's going to be a couple plays that, you know, usually work that are going to get blown up and kind of give some momentum to Kansas City. I mean, they they have to worry about blocking the blocking tight end of George Kittle. They have to worry about Mozart running. But the most underdog of all time, guy who literally lets plays happen every time, Kyle Juszczyk, is still someone you have to watch out for. He had, it was five blocks that set the edge. One of them was for the 36-yard touchdown. The other one was for, like, I think he had, like, a 50-yard gain. Juszczyk pancaked a, a left end. He then continued and went to a corner and just shoved him out of bounds for, like, 10 yards shoving him. Yeah, guy's a beast. And that's something you also have to watch out for. And then, again, who uses a fullback? There's so much to prepare. I, I, my score There's prediction, too many weapons for the Niners. But yeah, I'm going to give yeah. my score prediction real quick. I think it could be very high scoring where it could go, like, 49 to, like, 30. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go... I'm feeling 34 to 17 49ers. Wow, that's legit. That's like a blowout. Yeah, I don't think. Wow. I mean, re- wow. I, I okay. don't necessarily. I agree. Not necessarily the point spread. Um, You're going aggressive. I, I think just, it could be a Saints Niners game that we saw earlier in the year. Yeah, the 49 yeah. 46 game. But not, not the like a kicking year. a field goal to win. More like you score a garbage touchdown because you already win it by 50. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of look at this game too. I mean,. Uh, going into this, I really think Mahomes is not necessarily underrated, but you just look at that offense. He hasn't faced a defense of the 49ers. Like this. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. He hasn't faced a defense, but like this, <laughs> but at the same time, he he's been so good. Like off, like we talked about how good that Titan secondary was. He he played very well against them, and the fact that he can get out of the pocket again. I know that That's gonna be San hard. Francisco. I know they have very very fast players at almost every right single now? possession. No. Oh, I'm not picking the Chiefs at okay. all. I'm just making, he's trying to, he's playing I'm making an argument. I'm making an argument for them. And the okay. fact that I can see this Mahomes. See, this that's Mahomes what I was doing team. when writing this. I, I'm writing the points, and mm. everything that's positive for the Chiefs, the Niners just easily counteract yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I see that. But at the same time, I think this this obviously this Niners team, I feel like they're definitely going to score in buckets. It's going to be touchdown after touchdown after field goal, touchdown, field goal, and whatnot. But I think that Mahomes, if he plays, he has to play the game of his life. We talked about this with Kirk Cousins two weeks ago for the Vikings to somehow pull out a win against the 49ers. He had to play his best game of his entire career. Mahomes has to have like 500 yards, six touchdowns. He has to play some insanely crazy game for them to be able to win this game. I think he can keep it close. Like Unlike Rodgers and how he played this last week, I don't think Mahomes is going to make these mistakes, especially seeing how he's played in these playoffs. I think I'm going to go with San Francisco 38, uh, Mahomes, and the Chiefs 32. That's not bad either. Um, I'm kind of keeping like a standard type score, kind of more of a boring Super Bowl, even though I – I don't think so because 
I the, if the I'm Niners going, do what the Texans did, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just gonna come back. I'm going lazy. I'm going with a little bit of a tighter score, even though I think the Niners will just kind of have command of the game, but I'm going 28-21. Uh, uh, Niners. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I look at this too. I think like with the thirty-eight, thirty-two. I think again, there are situations in which that can be thirty-eight, thirty-two with yeah. four minutes left in the game, and Kansas City has the ball on their own thirty. They have a chance to go and drive and win the game. But I also think it can be with thirty seconds left, they score a garbage touchdown. The game exactly already right, over. right. San Francisco already celebrating now and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a lot better game than some people might expect. Uh, George, no. No call out or anything, but I was like, I'm just saying, I can see you definitely favoring the 49ers, your team, and definitely the better team on paper and what you've seen on the field so far this year. But yeah, do you guys have anything else to add? I think we can wrap I, up. I here. think I'm going to add that this will be a it's a great way to end the uh, 100 season. It's a great Super Bowl. I think, I, yes. One quick thing I wanted to say, but how cool would it have been if it was, you know, like uh, not cool at all. Chiefs Packers. No, just because the State Farm thing with the air. No, no, but it, like the first, oh, the, the first, first Super Bowl, Bowl yeah, the 100th yeah. Super Bowl. No, the 100th no, season. no, not the 100th Super but, Bowl. You think I want to see sorry, the Niners? Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, 100th season, first Super Bowl. <laughs> sorry, that's you, okay, you know what I meant, George. We understand. State Farm would have been cool too. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, no, was, that's what my dad was telling me about. I'm like, that's funny. State um, Farm would have had a cool commercial. Come on, George, you got to smile at that. I'm not smiling at State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. But yeah, that'll be it. Uh, we will not have a show next week because. It would be three minutes talking about unless the you Pro guys want to hear a Pro Bowl and the skills challenge <laughs> and how Justin Tucker played really well in the dodgeball game. Um, but we, I, I like that throw he had the back corner. It was really good. Yeah, back corner, and then he caught that ball, and then he caught the other one, and then the other one went over his head. It's not necessarily a lot to cover. Next and then time. Randy Moss and Jerry Rice just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They come out of nowhere, do some like forty-yard dash thing or whatever, catching touchdowns in the end zone for the three thousand fans that are watching the game. And it's just, I don't know, it's just not necessarily a lot to cover. Obviously, if some type of breaking news happens between now and then, we'll have a show or something like that. Just kind of talk about it. But if not, we'll see you guys in two weeks to recap the Super Bowl.